Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, if you've been listening to this show for very long, you know that this episode was sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us, Blue Chew. Of course, Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer lasting erections. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredient as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve a stronger and harder erection to combat all forms of ED. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so that means no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door, all in a discreet package. Now, the process is simple. You sign up at bluechew.com, you consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Bluechew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Bluechew sildenafil and tadalafil tablets are chewable. Bluechew's tablets are made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try blue chew for free when you use our promo code WHW at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is WHW to receive your first month for free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring today's podcast. Listen up. All what happened when shirts are now $17.99. <laughs> What? That's right. And we've lowered the price of shirts and we're donating 100% of profits to St. Jude. It's a win-win. You get the shirts you love at a lower price. And together we are supporting kids and families in need. It's because we know the ad-free show community cares. Get your What Happened When shirts now for $17.99 at LoisRules.com or check out all the charity shirts at AdFreeCares.com. Together, we're making a difference. If you could change one thing about your home, what would it be? A new kitchen, a new master bath, maybe put in a pool. What if you could do it with no money out of pocket and cheaper monthly payments? Savewithconrad.com can help. And you can even skip your next two house payments. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender, savewithconrad.com. We are broadcasting today's episode of What Happened When from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code WHW at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Welcome to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. 
Jimmy Crockett for Starcade, 605 NWA. TV title, Cajun Omni, the Bunkhouse Stampede. Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tag Team. Turner bought in Mid-South Joy World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and Friends North, they win. Look, Shivani's back again. World title split off center stage, Bischoff. Disney, Hogan, and Nitro. New World Order and the Crow. Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinnie Mac, simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch a long try not to laugh, lowest rules, cat bass. This wasn't the initial plan, Tom Ziggs a good looking man. Quandike Bill, make a chair. Tommy, come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring, and here's your co-host, Hey Hey. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. Good to talk to you. I, I don't see you. Yeah, but it's, have, it's a podcast. I mean, do you have to see me? I mean, we're just glad to no, have you here and excited to be so. talking a little wrestling today, Tony. I, I didn't think so either. I, I thought, you know, we don't need a... Your camera's not on. That's what I'm saying. Right. Well, you know, it's, it's a podcast, Tony. I don't, I don't think it's necessary that, that the folks what? see us, you know? All right. Do me a favor. Put your clothes on. I'm, right. I, I'm fully clothed. Why would you say that? Why what? would, why would, what's, what's it? Okay. Got a big show in, uh, lined up for you guys today. Going to be watching impact from May 19th, 2011. 11 years ago this week, Tony, yeah, Eric no, Bischoff I, was in the ring with the young bucks. Can you believe that? I, I cannot. I, I, that, that blows my mind. I, it blows my mind about impact during the years that I missed wrestling, that so many people in wrestling had gone through impact, including you. Yeah. A short period of time, one yeah. time, yeah, two times, maybe, maybe, maybe they did it for two weeks. I don't know, but um, uh, do you have workers in your house or something? Are you, you're tearing up your, your office. You don't want us to see it. No. Um, all right. I mean, whatever. Here we go. Look, I'm here. There you go. Ta-da. Still here. You got a, you got a sling on. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's fact. What happened? Did you fall down? No, I didn't fall down. All right. Uh, okay. Friend of mine, Tony, uh, recently gave me the advice. I mocked him. Yeah. He said, Conrad, uh-huh. don't fuck with a goose. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you fucked it. See <laughs> another friend of ours said, <laughs> I know it sounds silly. Yeah. But that goose could flap his wings so hard. It'll break a grown man's goddamn arm. Damn straight. Damn straight. And <laughs> so you went out, you went out to the lake house. You went out to that boat house, you know, strutting your shit. I'm from Alabama. You know, I'm a big man. I'm a billionaire. I got all these, I got all these car, cars in the garage and you're just a fucking goose. He went up on his haunches and he showed you some shit, didn't he? 
I saw yeah. some things, Tony. Yeah. I that's saw thing, some things. That's, that's, that's the thing about a goose, man. Goose don't give a fuck. Goose, goose doesn't give a fuck, man. You know what I thought? I was thinking about this the other day when I saw one just kind of fly by the house. I'm thinking that fucker's probably going to go to Florida. Okay. And it's probably going to take him like 10 hours to get to Florida when it takes me an hour. Okay. What? You can be in Florida in an hour. Well, once I get on a plane. Wow. Okay. Okay. So let's say I'm, I'm drive down there. It takes uh, 40 minutes to get to the airport, another hour in the, and, and I'm lounging in the sky club. What's that? Do, what's that goose doing? He's flapping his wings. See, so that's how tough he is. Yeah. While I'm sitting my fat ass in Delta Sky Club, eating hummus, he's flapping his wings and drop. Maybe, maybe he'll see a pond or something. He'll land in the pond and get a drink of water, eat a bug, and he'll keep going. He and his family finally land in Orlando. Me, fuck all. I'm still, you know, I'm still in baggage claim. That's why. That's why he doesn't give a fuck because he's tough. As you found out, them things are tough. Them things kick your ass. Okay. Them thing. Listen, if I if I had a baby and I wanted somebody to protect the baby, yeah, I'd have the goose be the the babysitter. You would have a, if, you would. I'm going to recommend that you don't put your babies near the goose. I don't have a baby anyway, so that's that's not here the there. So <laughs> I do want to mention, uh, oh, although although we've had a little fun with this. Mm-hmm. We do have a Goosebusters shirt now. I ain't afraid yeah. of no goose. We've also yeah. got Daddy Goose Combat Club. Nobody boils water like mom. And the <laughs> OWO, the Old World Order. All of these shirts are available at adfreecares.com. That's adfreecares.com. Uh, I think we've established it before, but we have the cheapest, I'm sorry, most affordable. Mm t-shirts over at pro wrestling and it's because we keep zero profit. Tony makes $0. I make $0. 100% of the proceeds goes directly to St. Jude children hospital. So we hope you'll consider picking up a shirt to uh, spread the word about your favorite podcasts or one of them, but at the same time, help some kids who really, really need it. And, uh, yeah, pick up your Goosebuster shirt right now at adfreecares.com. How about that, Tony? We're making fun of my injury and <laughs> you all right. I warned you those, those, there's a bad ass things, man. I don't, I mean, they have no, they don't give it. They have no conscience. They don't give a shit, man. They just, they do not. They don't give a shit. So how's things at the boathouse now? They, the goose has drawn a line in the water, but you'd have to, uh, you'd have to ask him. I'm not welcome there. I'm not allowed. It's it's his house. Now he's got his side of the peninsula. We got ours. You know what? He didn't even, he didn't even pay a cent for it either. No, I mean, I'm telling a little pep talk here. You put a lot of money in that boathouse. Fuck him. Well, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't even remodeled, but yes, in purchasing it, I did. Okay. And I agree. Fuck him. But at the same time, it's like squatters rights, you know, and I'm sympathetic. Cause it's like, there's baby geese in there. He's trying to, oh, of course, so, of course. Now when those you, baby geese are out of there, he yeah. is too. I invite everybody to go back in the archives and listen to last week's show. 
it's one of our most, uh, discussed beloved episodes mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. I saw multiple people saying it might be their favorite WHW almost unanimously. Mm-hmm. People said, Oh, this is a top five episode. Mm-hmm. So I hope folks will check it out. I just want them to check it out because of the bravado that came out of your mouth last week. That's what I want to check. Just check it out. Well, and that's, that's the reason uh, we had fun. Yeah. it was a good show and a lot to talk about actually a very good show that we had watched, uh, from Slamboree of 97, but, yeah. uh, I want them to listen to the bravado that came out of your mouth. And a week later, it's like, Hey, I'm going down to the boathouse. He's saying the, when you know, you know how to speak goose. If you didn't, you do now. Like a little short blast is like, fuck you. The long blast is I'm on my way and two long blasts is your ass is mine. So you know how to speak goose now. I do speak goose. I'm well-versed. Uh, I wish I had the ability to uh, tell you guys how to speak impact. Um, <laughs> we had to look pretty high and low to figure yeah. out a way for Tony and I to watch this, but we found a way. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be watching the episode of impact from May 19th, 2011. I believe they have their own streaming service called impact plus. So they do by all yeah. means, check that out. May 19th, 2011. But before we get going, Tony, I feel like we should remind everybody that as I'm trying to keep my dignity with my arm in a sling, a lot of our listeners are trying to keep their hair. And the reality mm-hmm. is two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. And in fact, more than 50 million men in the U S suffer from male pattern baldness. Well, keeps has more five-star reviews than any of their competitors. And there are only two FDA approved medications that can prevent hair loss and keeps offers both. You see keeps offers a simple, affordable, stress-free way to keep your hair. They've got convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months, meaning you don't even have to leave the home. You'll also find they have 24 seven care and support. You see keeps as a network of expert medical advisors, prescribers, and care specialists to support you in making your hair goals a reality. It's also low cost too. You see the treatment start at just $10 a month. Keeps offers generic versions of the two FDA approved medications to prevent hair loss. The treatment plans are affordable. How affordable? Well, typically like half the cost of those pharmacy prices. So keeps us everything your hair needs and delivered straight to your door with discreet packaging and most importantly, proven results. Now, remember prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results. So act fast. And when it comes time to save your hair, we want you to save more and spend less. And Tony, we've got a special offer right now, don't we? If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com. That's K E E P S.com slash W H W to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K E E P S.com slash W H W to get your first month free K E E P S.com slash W H W. Well, Tony, without further ado, man, I said, we get this show on the road. Uh, looks like we're going to be watching about an hour and a half worth of impact here and I believe we've got, uh, our countdown lined up. Is that right? Yes, we do. Same guy step, you know, Steph Chesney's one of those guys that is probably dumb enough to fuck with the goose. Been there, been there. Yeah. 
Why, why, why is me being in a sling tickling you so much? Like, no, it's not you being a sling. I I'm not laughing at the misfortune of others. I, I'm laughing at the, uh, the, <clears throat> the, uh, I told you so moment. Sure. I get it's it. Great. Yeah. I see why Lois hates you now. <laughs> All right. Steph Chesney in three, two, one, Steph go. So she was gonna do, she did me a favor, and uh, I'm gratefully indebted to her for the rest of my life. I wanted me versus Jeff one on one, nobody else, no distractions. I'm gonna get it now. Karen's gone. She's dead. Are you freaking kidding me? How sick is this? You guys wanna get comments from a mother of five after she went through. You're as sick as those idiots in there. He came after me today the way I knew he would. Martial arts flying through the air. I knew what he was gonna do, and I just tried to react. Thing was actually able to kind of counter just about everything. And I think ultimately that's what cost him the victory. If we can hold off for a month, I plan on to take that DNA World Heavyweight Championship from him. That's on the first year. Get a victory, you get your hand raised, and there's always somebody in your face right there. And there was Ken. That's why I love this business. I love impact wrestling. It's your time. Tony, that's a pretty big time open right there. Isn't it a wonder yeah. that this show wasn't a bigger hit? Like, you know, this should have been a much bigger opportunity. Don't you think? I mean, my gosh, you see that and you just can't help. I mean, I can't help, but think, damn, this is, they had all the momentum in the world and then just nothing happened. I mean, look at the roster and the presentation. It feels big time. Does it not? Yeah, it, I was thinking the same thing as I'm watching that open and, and watching the uh, flare with a sucker in his fucking mouth, uh, watching the the stars that were in it, Hogan, Kurt Angle, Scott Steiner, Ric Flair. Rob There's, Van Dam. Yeah. Van the, Dam. the Young Bucks are here. I mean, that's the Hardys mm -hmm. are here. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a lot of Mick Foley's here. 
Yeah. So much talent. Angle. Kurt Angle. Lord of mercy. Look at Bischoff riling everybody up. Yeah. Bischoff is like uh, maybe one of the most interesting men we've ever known. Mm-hmm. It feels like he's lived a hundred different lives. He's had all these different, cool, interesting professions and phases of life. And he's got just as many different hairstyles. It feels like. Yes. yes. And very interesting. Uh, I didn't realize that we're getting ready to listen to him talk. I didn't realize. Is that bully Ray? Yeah. Lord of mercy. Loaded roster. Let's take a listen to Bischoff sort of set the stage okay. for tonight. What's a bully? Always a bully. What are you going to say? But look around you. Do you like what we've done with the joint? Hulk Hogan and I. I mean, hey, make no mistake about it. I know Mick Foley was out here last week taking credit for all of this, but we all know Mick Foley had nothing to do with it. If a couple of network executives, real ones up in New York, want to make impact wrestling look different, feel different, well, hell, we're all about it. And let's face it, if Mick Foley was really the one behind it, it would be thumbtacks matter, not wrestling matters, right? I mean, when the hell did he wake up, look at himself in the mirror, and see Frank Gotch all of a sudden? Come on, let's be honest about it. Now... Damn it. Now, speaking of New York City and Hulk Hogan, Hulk is in New York right now. He's having meetings with said executives and Mick Foley. And believe me, when Hulk is done with Mick Foley in New York, he'll really be done with Mick Foley in New York. Mick, you just went into a gunfight with rubber bullets. Tonight, since Hogan is not here and Foley's in New York, Eric Bischoff, Ric Flair, and Immortal are in charge. This is our show, and we're going to take care of some business tonight. And anybody that gets in our way is going to pay the price. If you know what I mean. Ah, there's always somebody interrupted, isn't there? Interrupted by Brian Kendrick off an impressive victory over Robbie E. This is going to be fun, dude. Generation Me is the Young Bucks here. Now, who's that in the front? Brian Kendrick. Uh, okay, I saw the name. Brian Kendrick. And who's the guy with the You're accusing little spiked up hair? Of getting in your way on a Amazing wrestling red. show. This oh, that's red? from a non-wrestler. This is outrageous to me. And as far as I can tell, what I'm looking at is a leech who has parasited off of this business since I was a child. A man who has manipulated and slithered his way into power through back-scratching favors through phony friends. Now, what this has done is left us, the wrestlers, the X-Division specifically, out in the cold without being on a team. Nobody likes any of you. The X-Division sucks. Come on, fat boy. Come on, fat boy. <laughs> Let's get spicy, baby. 
settle down. Let's handle this thing like professionals. See, I'm glad you expressed yourself. I'm glad you came out here and let the world know how you feel because it's your right to do that. Just like it's my right to make history here tonight on Impact Wrestling, and by God, I'm gonna do it. And let me tell you how I'm gonna create history tonight. See, tonight, I am going to single-handedly wipe out the X Division once and for all. We're going to start out with uh, your buddy, Kazarian. Title. X Division, right? You guys say it's not about weight limits, it's about no limits. That's right. I love that because, well, tonight there's no limits because Kazarian's going to be there with a 350 pound, 6 foot 8 inch monster that's going to take <laughs> right this on, right down. I got a match. I got a match in my head. How about mildly moderate red here? Excuse me? Mildly moderate red. Let's see you give that figure to Samoa Joe. Let's see what you got. Tough guy. No sweat. No sweat, red. And Jen, me, hey, I haven't forgotten about you guys. You guys. You're gonna, your dream is gonna come true. You're gonna step into the ring with one of your idols. A guy who has given you the aspiration to be where you are here today, Matt Hardy. He's gonna teach you how to fly. But you know what? He won't be flying solo. He won't be flying solo, because tonight, like the old saying says, if you want to do something right, do it yourself. So I'm going to break out the gi, I'm going to stretch out a little bit, and I'm going to kick me some vanilla ass. How's that? You up for that? Sounds like one hell of a night to me. Uh, Eric, you're forgetting someone. Eric, what about me? That sounds delicious. But what about me? Don't you got anything for me? How about him? Oh, How about him? I'm sorry. I. You forgot about me. I forgot you were even standing there. Now, come I, on now. I got something for you. Whoa. <laughs> so there you go. The big build. We've got uh, everything set. And the word that was bleeped there is uh, the M word. For, for fellas who were maybe uh, vertically challenged. Mm, you remember the wow. old phrase, Vanilla Jones. Yes. So, uh, yeah. That's what we're uh, we're doing. We've got the uh -huh. stage set here. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting to go back and take a look at, and I know you don't you didn't keep up with much of this, but Brian Kendrick uh, and and Brian Danielson mm -hmm. are largely responsible for um, William Regal maybe changing his approach and helping influence a whole new generation. And Kendrick that's, was really leading that charge here. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting comment. And so they had an, they had an impact on, uh, so to speak. Uh, so was you say it was regal working behind the backstage here. So what happens is no, that, that, that would have been 10 years prior to this. Okay. Um, you know, there's a, a WWE developmental territory way back when, you know, and 
they had Regal go down there and Regal saw what these guys were doing and said, this is the future. There's something yeah. here. And so all these years later, Regal still like a mentor figure, as you know, to Brian Danielson mm-hmm. and so many others. And yeah. they became, uh, the guys who really opened Regal's eyes to, okay. You know, it's, you remember that scene in uh, back to the future where they've got, uh, the music producer. Oh, here comes Flair cutting the promo. Go get him. Go get him. Yeah. I'm going to start a fight, but y'all actually do the fighting. Uh, great stuff. Anyway, what yeah. I was saying is there's that, the music, the, the guy who calls the music producer and he says, Hey man, remember that sound you were looking for? Listen to mm-hmm. this. Right. And it's Marty McFly wearing it out. Right. right. Well, everybody's sort of looking for in entertainment and music and sports and wrestling. Hey, what's the next big thing? Yeah. You know, where are we headed? And when Regal saw what Kendrick and Danielson were doing, he was like, Oh, well, this is it. This is the next big thing. Yeah. And he wasn't wrong by the way. No, he was not. He was not. I, um, I always, I look at red man. God, that cat. We've seen some of his stuff here on what happened when, and just love it every time. I love that you love red somebody I that I wouldn't have thought you would have even known who they were a few years ago. Yeah, and right. now you love him. I told you, I talked to Mark Quinn about him because he's a big buddy of his. And yeah. Ask him, uh, and this was after we first saw him. This was back when we were, I guess we're still working in Jacksonville. Cause I was, I remember we were at the, at the bar down in, in Jacksonville at the hotel there. And I asked him, where is he? He said, man, he's, he's out of the business. He said, I got his number. I said, let's call him. And he never picked up. <laughs> um, but I can't, uh, emphasize enough how much I love Matt and Nick Jackson. Oh, great guys. I, and, and I first heard about them here mm-hmm. when you were talking about them and you were saying that the young bucks and you were saying they, they, they're, uh, you know, they sell, they have an incredible, uh, merchandise line that they sell and they have a, a finishing move called the Melcher driver. I remember hearing Melcher driver. Yeah. What the fuck? And I remember thinking, oh, these guys have to. And then I meet them and I deal with them. And I just, I absolutely love them. Just two of the greatest guys, sincere family men, and uh, just have a lot of fun with them. And also, let me mention this about uh, the Young Bucks before we move on. I, yeah. uh, you know, what everybody knows, I shouldn't say everybody knows, but I think a lot of folks know that. One of my absolute best friends in the world. Look at this on the backstage area. So that you see the old sting outfit there in the backstage wow. area. Anyway, uh, my great close personal friend, uh, Cassio kid is one of my very best friends. And so he started to get more into wrestling as we started to, you know, create more content here and he wanted to keep up with what I was doing. And he started to watch again and he admitted to me one day, he's like, man, I just don't get it. And I said, what do you mean? He's like this young buck thing. I'm trying to get into it. I just don't see it. I don't get it. And I said, here's what you got to do. You got to just go to a show. He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, we're going to, I'm going to get you tickets and then you're going to go to a show and you're going to have good seats and you're going to see what they do and see how you feel after. And halfway through the match, he looked over at me and he goes, okay, I get it. (laughs) 
I mean, it's one of those deals where, and I know it sounds crazy, but it's the jam, man. Like yeah. it, it, you can be, a, you can be a detractor and you can say, I don't get it. And I don't understand it. And I've got friends in wrestling who back then, you know, who love to shit on man. There's 4,000 super kicks. This is stupid. And I'm like, you just gotta see it. Yeah. And when you see it and you're in the arena and you feel mm-hmm. it with the crowd, there's something there. There just yeah. is. And I, 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 I love it. And I hope other folks will, will check it out. I think it's one of the reasons that we have been doing so well. AEW has been doing so well at the gate. And that is, it's a great experience. Yes. When you go and see it live, you just have a lot of fun. And it's a, I, I know it can be long at times, you know, I get that. We start with, uh, some elevation matches at, you know, an hour before two hours of dynamite and then an hour of, of impact. So of impact <laughs> of rampage. So the, I get that, but still it's a lot of fun. So what do we got here? We got, uh, this a mixed tag. Oh, look who it is. This is, uh, one of the original incarnations of, uh, of LAX here. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be the ladies and the guys are just going to be uh, checking it out on the other side of this match, Tony, I'm going to have you, uh, find that pause button. All right. On the other side of the match, I found it. What do you it's think? Bit- <laughs> I found it. <laughs> Look at fucking Taz. He's everywhere, bro. <laughs> oh, Taz can't escape Taz, man. Uh, oh my gosh. Mike, uh, Mike today and Taz together. There you he know, is. Taz yep. is, uh, oh, this is, uh, Malachi's wife, right? Right there. Just got yes, shoved on the yes, ass. Yeah. Yes. Selena. Who was known as Rosita there, I guess. She's awfully nice lady. You know, I, let's talk about this for a second. As we're watching a, uh, a, uh, a women's trios match. Why did, uh, why did not M- why didn't impact continue as hot as they were? I um, think if anything, they were just, uh, too soon. I know that sounds crazy, but it was almost like there wasn't by the time AEW launched, I think wrestling fans were really truly exhausted with WWE and just thirsty for an alternative, something else. Right. And I think TNA starting the very next year after WCW went down, I don't think we had reached that point yet. Yeah. No, I, that, so that is, timing is point. everything. And I think yeah. that that's a big piece of this. And you know, it did feel like everything changed with the Hogan era. Like Eric Bischoff always says on his podcast, 83 weeks in business, you want to be you know, better than less than or different than, and if you can't be better than you'll wind up being less than. So by God, by God, go be different than. And I think at times impact tried to be WWE light. And when you're trying to be the watered down version of something else, you're always just going to I mean, 
AEW well, is different. You can't argue right. that they're not different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's what WCW was at the end. Yeah. We were WWE light. Yeah. And it, and it died. Right. Sort of the same deal. I think. Right. I get that. You know, Eric has always had a great mind for business. He always did very, very smart. That being said, I have not seen it, but I understand that, uh, this past week he was on uh, Twitter, uh, ripping into a CM punk. Oh man. I, I, yeah. And I took him to task in a big way Yeah, on our podcast that just dropped two days ago. Right. Because I just, I was like, dude, this is, this is not Eric Bischoff. This is negative below the line thinking. This is not who right. I know right. you to be. Right. I mean, you wake up and stretch out and say how grateful you are. And yeah, then we see this, like, how, do, how do we reconcile that? And we talk through it and he uh, thanked me for holding him accountable and blah, blah, blah. But he also, you know, didn't like that. I said, you're essentially, whether you like it or not, you're Dave Meltzer. Yeah. And he got half hot about that. And I said, yeah. well, here's the deal. When you signed, um, Hulk Hogan, Dave Meltzer said, oh, WCW will never make money on this. WCW is going to lose because of this and lose because uh -huh. of that. And Hogan's uh -huh. value, they can't offset it, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. And you went off saying this mucker father knew nothing uh -huh. of our business. And right. you know, he's only looking at one metric. He doesn't understand that when we arm our sales team, when they mm -hmm. go to pitch wrestling, Hey, we've got Hulk Hogan, the other value that has. And so here you are now sort of arguing the same thing. You don't know how many t-shirts he sold. You don't know how many pay-per-views he sold. You don't know how many tickets he sold. You don't know all the licensing and merchandise opportunities. And, uh, you know, you don't know how many figures he sold and, and they're like, well, and he said, well, they're not releasing that because they're private. They don't have to. So it was just. It was an, it was uh, something that I was glad to bring to his attention that love it or hate it. You're the new Meltzer in this regard, but yeah, not well received. Let's go ahead and hit pause right now. Tony, and give us a time code. Okay. We're going to hit pause right now. And I got 2111. So 2111 is, is where yep. we want to be. And we want to yep. be paused here because we want to talk about the great sleep we're getting just last night, Tony, I slept eight hours and 45 minutes. How about wow. that? And I didn't do that on my own. I did it with the help of chili sleep. Now science tells us the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep is by lowering our core body temperature. And honestly, Tony, I didn't use those fancy words, but I knew that I knew I slept mm -hmm. better when it was cold. I would flip my pillow, trying to find the cold side. You know, hang a foot out of the uh, comforter, turn on that AC, crank up that ceiling fan. Not anymore though. You see temperature controlled sleep repairs your muscles after a hard day's work and improves your cognitive function to strengthen your athletic readiness. And that's why this Memorial day, chili sleep is working with veterans organizations to support our hero sleep and recovery too. chili sleep makes customizable climate controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. These water-based temperature controlled mattress toppers fit over your existing mattress to provide your ideal sleep temperature. It's like a smart thermostat for your bed. Their cooling technology leverages water's amazing thermal properties for deep restorative sleep. They're designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. And recently chili sleep partnered with the independence fund for Memorial day to donate sleep systems and to show gratitude to our veterans. 
Plus us military and veterans can get special savings at checkout through Memorial day weekend. This has been a game changer for Tony and I. I'm feeling better than ever because I'm getting the right kind of sleep. I have bright, vivid, colorful dreams. I didn't have that before. I used to only sleep six or seven hours a night. I'd be up and down a few times. Not anymore, man. Head over to chillysleep.com forward slash WHW to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new cube or Uller sleep system. And this offer is available exclusively for what happened when listeners and only for a limited time. That's chilly, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash W-H-W to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up feeling refreshed every day. Chilly sleep's been with us a long time, Tony, but we love it because it really works, right? It's a game changer. It really is. It has changed my life for the better. And of course, with my job schedule, I obviously, obviously need to be able to sleep. And I'm really thinking about, I haven't done it yet. I haven't pulled the trigger. I'm thinking about taking one on the road with me too. Oh, there you go. You're going to love it. Check it out, boys and girls. You're going to be glad you did. And Tony, I'm at 2111. Let's press play here in three, two, one. So uh, chat me up. You were saying a minute ago. Yeah. So Eric, I'm sure you saw, did some stuff on social media. Where'd you land on all that? Well, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was odd that, uh, that Eric would, would be this way. I I just, well, because look, Eric, I I get it. Eric has, has done some great things in this business. He has, and he probably has, I don't know. I don't know his, I don't know his financial situation. I don't know if he's got fuck you money or not, but why would he disparage a company? That's, that's really doing well. Um, I, what, what's the, what's the end game for this? What I, you know, um, uh, I mean, I just don't know. I mean, because I know that, that Tony Khan likes him and respects him. So I don't know why well, he would go this just way. Just so you know, uh, uh-huh. we talked about that specifically and he yeah. says, dude, I, I know, like, and respect Tony Khan. Uh, yeah. we're talking about television ratings though, and I'm not going to be dishonest about television ratings, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. But I think it was more of an issue or what happened is, uh, as they say, I believe it was one of those, well, he started it about CM Punk deals and it just became like a little childish for me. Like, yeah, Eric, this is not really who I know you to be. So we had a pretty in-depth conversation and I hope on your travels this week, you'll take a listen because it was uh, a spirited debate between two friends. Okay. Cause you know, at the end of the day, here's what he said. Hey man, I want, I'm pulling for AEW. Cause he tells me that all the time off air, you know, right. um, it's great for the business and it's great for all involved for AEW to be wildly successful. Right. And he wants, if anything, for AEW to find a way to overtake WWE. Now we understand with a 50 year head start, that's a tall ask, right? But it's happened before. Yeah. Eric did it. Right. So it's possible, but you know, I, that's not even the goal. Like I don't talk to Tony on the reg, but let me tell you what his goals are as a business owner. Cause I am a business owner and here's what we got in common. We want a successful business. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you define success? Sure. You could say, well, I'm, I'm going to run my competitor out of town, but will that help mm-hmm. you hire more people? No, you're trying mm-hmm. to run a profitable business. You, you right. want to create something that, that is representative of, of what you're proud of 
and you want to create some jobs for some folks that, you know, like, and trust, and you want to maximize those opportunities and make as much money for you and your family as you can. That's the reason you go in business. You don't go in business to say, you know what? I don't really like hamburgers, but I hate McDonald's. So I'm going to build a hamburger shop and fuck them. We're going to be, no, that's not reality. Right. You try to make money, man. Yeah. And I just think, you know, this quote unquote war, it exists on social media. Of course. I mean, in real life, you guys aren't in the front office of AEW sitting around saying, all right, here's what WWE is going to do. So here's what we're, right. here's how we're going to fuck them. No, right. instead you spend all your conversation working on your own show. That's right. How can we make the best show? Not how can yeah. we be better than them? How can we make our best show? And I just think a lot of fans just, they've engaged this thinking now where it's like, oh no, we're it's AEW versus WWE. Sure. On Twitter, mm-hmm. but not in real life. Yeah. That's why social media just amplify the negativity in this world. And it that's does. why I hate it. That's why I hate it. I, I told Eric, I said, you know, if I, when I tweet about wrestling, it's usually something positive. Yeah. Rarely do I say, boy, that sucked. You know what I mean? Like most yeah. of the time it's, Hey man, that was awesome. What so-and-so did. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be that guy. Yeah. Wrestling will be better if we stop shitting mm-hmm. on each other. I think there should be an app out there that, that finds trolls where they live and, and does what to them. Uh, beats him with a baseball bat. Like that dog. You mm-hmm. like that dog you beat with a baseball bat. I didn't beat a dog with a baseball bat. Uh, we've got evidence. I have, no, we, the, we I have, have no, we have no evidence. We have something on a bullshit. Uh, you, you confessed here on the show. I, I, when I was a young boy, I confessed that one dog was hurting my dog and I took a baseball bat, hit him one time and chased him away. So I beat, didn't beat, you, I didn't beat a dog. You are, you're putting out there. Like I took a baseball bat and just beat the, a dog to death with me. I did not. I didn't say you beat him. There to was death. this big, violent dog, big. He was a bully in the neighborhood. He was bigger than my dog. And he started, he started tearing into him. My dog was yelping and bleeding. I saw the baseball bat in the garage. I went and I whacked him with it mm. and he ran away. <clears throat> so you just admitted it again. I mean, you hit, you hit okay. the dog. Here's what you should have so, done. You should have found a goose. Cause if you had found the goose, we don't have an issue, you know? No, no. The goose doesn't give a shit about a dog. No goose will fuck a dog up as, as good. As a matter of fact, goose would have fucked that dog up and turned around, fuck the other dog up, my dog, and probably would have kicked my ass just for good measure. Just for being around. You're really because wherever goose, wherever goose is, he thinks he owns. Okay. Oh yeah. If he's in your, if he's in your backyard, it's his now. It's his now. That's right. I mean, Megan and I even had a conversation about, should we just sell the fucking lake house? Cause if these geese, I mean, they've already taken over the boathouse, but if these fucking geese decide they're coming in the living room, who's going to stop yeah. them? Here's the deal too. This goose went back to the goose bar. Yeah. Told all his friends, told all his friends, say, you know, I, big I, mother. I took out a jumbo motherfucker <laughs> and they're all saying, well, shit, we ought to try it too. So and they're down to the saying, instead of us going to the goose bar, Let's get a couple of coolers and just hang out in the boathouse there and see if he arrives. Here's Play my, some cards, you know, do some shit. You think they're talking shit on goose Twitter? <laughs> I bet they, I bet I bet they, they got me on goose gram right now. Yeah. The old goose Instagram yeah. goose Instagram. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Frankie Kazarian looks, uh, can you believe well, by the way that Frankie Kazarian was betrayed on AEW recently. Who would who would do such a thing to such a nice young man? I don't know. 
Especially Scorpio Sky that I like. Uh, nothing I it, I, happening. Rotten Scorpio Sky. He. I, I think it's. I think it's Dan Lambert. Oh, he's a bad influence. Yeah, he's a terrible influence. You know yeah, what? We just, need those geese to get down there to Dan Lambert's and get some of his fucking belts and bring them up here to the boathouse. Yeah, that's what we need. We need a goose heist. <laughs> we'll have a trios match. Three geese in one corner. Mm. I'll tell you this. <laughs> if we're putting, uh, huh. Ethan page, Scorpio sky and Dan Lambert on one side and three geese on the other geese go over. Yeah, that's right. It's been well established. Yeah. Cause here's here. What'll happen. Okay. Big pull apart. Right. Yeah. And they send Lambert sky and page back to the dressing room. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We go to commercial break. The geese are going to go to the dressing room. Yeah. Geese don't care. No, geese care. don't know about quarter hours, top of the hours no, in the break. No, geese no, geese no. don't care. They don't care. There's a matter of fact, geese going to say, uh, we're in a commercial break. They won't give a shit. Yeah. What's a commercial break. But I ho hope you're watching this on fight because we're <laughs> <laughs> on the air doing commercials. <laughs> so Frankie Kazarian just lost the X division title to abyss. Yeah. Who, uh, could eat. Corn on the cob through a barbed wire fence. <clears throat> Here's another thing geese will do. A goose will do. Okay. He'll shit on you. Oh yeah. I've heard yeah. about that. Um, you know, have you ever seen a wrestling match where a guy shits on shits on another? No, no. I mean, I know flair shit. He's pants in the wrestling match, but shit actually shit on another. No, but a goose will shit on you. That's one of his defenses or one of his offenses, however you want to say it. Uh, Amazing red. Here we go, buddy. Isn't it amazing that we're doing Starcast again? Can you believe it? It felt like this thing was dead and buried, dude. And now Starcast yeah. is coming back. Nashville at the end of July. Pick up your tickets now if you haven't already. Starcast.com. Or I guess you can't pick them up, Tony. They're on sale this Friday. Oh, we'll have a platinum and gold bracelets available for everybody this Friday. And lots of more announcements coming probably seen a couple already and a couple more this week coming and it's just going to be a fun week. And I hope that, uh, if you're within driving distance or you're flying in for the big stadium show that weekend, you'll come check us out at the Nashville flare grounds, not the old dump that Jarrett used to run here in TNA, but they tore that down to build a soccer stadium. They've got three new glorious, beautiful buildings, plenty of parking, 3.2 miles from the stadium, seven miles from the airport. We got your hotels hooked up too over at starcast.com. So make plans to join us. Amazing red and Samoa Joe here. This should be fun, dude. This is like super <laughs> indie stuff from like Oh two Oh three. Yeah. If you were really keeping up with indie wrestling from like Oh one Oh four, these were two of the tippy top in the game. And now here they are on national TV in 2011. Didn't know Samoa Joe until recently until I guess around, uh, I met him at, uh, at WrestleCon time, uh, during the impact show and knowing, but man, he is one of the, uh, most intelligent, uh, well-spoken men that I've ever been. Here comes his muscle buster too, that I ever been a part of ever been in, involved with hardworking, Just, good dude. Yeah. Good dude. Everybody who works with him says the exact same thing. You hear almost no negativity. Yeah. And, and supposedly one of the reasons he didn't do more here in impact is he had a detractor 
allegedly Mr. Vince Russo. He didn't think he looked like the wrestler of the day, but let me just say right now, if you put, if he was a, a little paler and you put some blonde curly hair and some scar tissue on that forehead, <laughs> is this not dusty roads? Uh, it is a well, dusty roads physique. Yeah, no, I, I see where you're coming from now. Like dusty Rhodes is one of the biggest trials in the history of wrestling. Right. So to say, oh, Samoa Joe doesn't look like a wrestler is fucking asinine. Right now, granted, I never heard Russo say that, but that's certainly the narrative that people say, oh, well, Russo was a detractor because he didn't look like an action figure. But by the way, go watch a UFC. The heavyweight division is filled with guys who look like Mark hunt. Mm-hmm. And here's a spoiler. Mark hunt looks like Samoa Joe body size. You know, like that's what a heavyweight looks like. Yeah. Who's this guy in the ring that chased him out? I think that's crimson. Okay. Back to face big brother. Yeah, it's crimson. There you go. Hey, so let me ask you about Starcast. Are yeah. you going to are you gonna be all stressed out in the backstage area like you were the last couple of ones and no, no, hang on tough now. To, tough to tough to deal with. And things I, like I that. was stressed out in Vegas. The first Chicago stressed out. Vegas yeah. stressed out. Uh-huh. The second Chicago Starcast three. That was easy, uh-huh. baby. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. Just oh, checking. look who it is. AJ Styles in a brace. Mm. Let's let's listen to this promo. Okay, Tommy Dreamer. We didn't I got talk. fucked by a goose. So get out here. Facts. You try it again. That's what you're going to have a neck brace. You think the, the, the goose is coming from my neck? Well, it got an arm. Yeah. I'm, I, now that I think about it, maybe that wasn't the daddy goose. Maybe it was the mama goose and that no. was Rhonda Rousey. And she took my arm. <laughs> that was, that was a daddy goose. <clears throat> um, you feel like you're, you're pretty confident in your, uh, your ability to I, identify sexes within the geese. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I saw a meme the other day. It made me think of you. <laughs> oh boy. It was uh Batgirl talking yeah. to Robin. Yeah. And Batgirl says, Robin, what is your real name? And Robin <laughs> says, Dick is short for Richard. Mm-hmm. And Batgirl says, I always wondered, how does one get Dick from Richard? Hmm. And Robin says, just ask nicely. <laughs> That's your kind of fucking dad humor right there, is it not? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of humor that, that Lois does not like. Just ask nicely? Yeah. Just, just, uh, Juvenile humor, the type that you guys, you and Conrad do every week, juvenile humor. What kind of, what type of humor does she like the jokes they do on Fox fucking news? Mm. No, no. Here's what I do. I just grab her by the hand. I say, come with me. Mm. We open up the garage doors. Okay. And I say, see those nice garage doors. How, how nice and new they are. She goes, yes. I say juvenile humor. And then I walk outside and I say, look up, look up. And she looks up and I said, see all those, 
uh, brand new uh, gutter systems, the leaf guard gutter systems. She goes, yes, it's a juvenile humor. And I'll walk out front in the lawn, and uh, I said, see how nice and manicured this lawn is and how well it's maintained? She goes, I get it, juvenile humor. And she walks in the house. So tell me about these new garage doors. You've been, you didn't share that with us. You got new uh, garage we, doors. We've had, we've had them for a couple of years now, but they're very nice. Very well done. What makes a good, nice garage door? It's quiet. Hmm. Uh, you can, you can operate it, uh, remotely, uh, with your phone. If you need to, with your phone, you look and you look at all oh, my garage doors open wherever you are and you, you can close it. And another thing that makes it great is that it has this lighting system that you walk. It's like a motion detector and you walk and the lights come on in the garage. Wow. So, so that's nice. That's new in the house. You know, uh, not that new, but it's still new, new windows all around juvenile humor. Okay. Oh gosh, we got, we got ladies come and clean the house every other week. What what's going on? Juvenile humor. Oh. Uh, still there that, that stops the water quickly. Yeah, it does. So I, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about star. I also, I'm excited about another thing. Well, by the way, Tommy dreamer and, uh, they're still talking. They're, they're talking about geese. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about another thing. I, I did last Friday. I attempted to, I attempted to stream on Twitch. Oh, I saw. Yeah. Uh, your, your comments mm-hmm. and, um, there were people in the group chat who were ready for me to dunk on you, but I'm not going to, I'm excited oh. that you found something that you think might be fun and a yeah. way to connect with the audience and enjoy Got, yourself. Why not? Had 50 people at one time on. So I'm, I'm doing this racing game and I'm looking at the comments. It's hard to look at the comments and, and play the racing, game. Yeah. Right. But I'm glancing at the comments. I, I, I'm not prolific enough now to hook up my microphone to where I can talk to everybody. But I was told that my uh, PlayStation 5 has a microphone on the, on the controller, but I'm going to do something else. So anyway, uh, to even make the sound better, uh, it's like everybody wants to talk wrestling. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I tried years ago not to talk to wrestling, talk baseball. No one said, you know, ah, you're Shivani. We're going to talk wrestling. Uh, but I sure would like some suggestions as I'm playing a game on what to do. And I'm, I'm really big into right now. I mean, big into that Friday night when I was, uh, on Twitch and I finally like after, I don't know, 30 minutes, I stopped the, well, I went to another, uh, thing. Uh, I stayed up like 4am playing halo. So I've gone down that rabbit hole now. And I thought, you know what? I'm really wasting some time here in my life where I obviously I could be sleeping, but I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm enjoying it. I deserve it. Let me do it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I like that you yeah. refer to it as uh wasting some time here. Well, I've got somebody who lives in this house with me that says, playing video games again. And I go, yeah, looking on your phone again. So here comes our buddy, CD. Man, is it not 
you know, I just feel bad whenever I see him do interviews and promos now. And that eye's still dark from that damn super kick on TV a couple of years isn't, ago. Isn't that something? It's just like, golly, you know, sometimes we as wrestling fans, I think we're just sort of numb to the idea that there are lasting ramifications because, you know, there's a whole lot of guys who, you know, well, my shoulders messed up or my knees messed up or my hips messed up, but it's not something we can visually see. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But then when you see that damage to Christopher Daniels, you're like, uh, this is, this is a pretty serious deal here. Yeah. Sometimes things go wrong yeah. and they just do. And here comes bully. And not only that, there's, um, I, I don't think we realize and you know, the, the kids out there now think they're bulletproof. Yeah. I get it. I get they're young. They can do anything, but 30, 30 years down the road, mm, they're going to be limping around. I mean, just look, I, I, I know Hulk Hogan is having trouble getting around now because of his back. Yeah. And I realized that Hulk Hogan wrestled every day when he was, when he was coming up in the business, the guy, the kids don't do that now. I mean, I know they, they I look, I, I know there's independent wrestling out there, but a lot of them just don't, you know, we'll kind of just wrestle once a week, but still that it, you know, we've talked about the bump card. Uh, I think the bump cards full <laughs> with some of these kids right now. Yeah. Just, uh, I just, um, I just, but like how for, is it not full for a guy like sting? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It, uh, how about Jeff Hardy? How about yeah. Jeff Hardy and, and Darby Allen? Oh man, I, I, I was uncomfortable watching that the other night. Like I'm not gonna, oh, here's staying. Let's track it. Just my focus is Hogan and Bischoff taking away their power once and for all. Don't worry. I got a lot to say. And I'm going to say it as this night goes on. I promise. Now, wait a minute. How can Sting be in two places at one time? I mean, we had assumed. Oh, my, that- back, back, back. You know what happens when you assume? Pre-tape. That's how. Well, it means somebody else is dressed up like him, Tony. Ah, there you go. Listen, I know what you're going to say. Don't go there, please. What? About the, the Jeff Hardy, Darby Allen match. What do you mean don't go there? I was just going to say those type of bumps, I don't think are necessary. Like, like, like I just, uh, it it was an unbelievable moment. I absolutely uh, was entertained, blah, blah, blah. But I'm also like, man, again, just thinking about, and I'm I'm Mm not trying to be negative, but you Mm -hmm. look at Christopher Daniels eye and you're like, that was, that was in theory, quote unquote, just a super kick. Yeah. And that's with really great friends and professionals doing a move they have done literally a million times. Yeah. And now we're going to jump off of stuff and fall on other stuff. And those chairs and ladders don't know how to work. No, they don't. And again, kids think they're bulletproof. They do. Well, and listen, I understand that wrestling, when it all comes down to, it really is about the moments Mm -hmm. and I get that and Lord, I love it for it, but it's like, um, we don't have to do, we still love you guys without doing that. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Yeah. What did you think I was going to say? I just, um, 
I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, I just, uh, when am I, when am I negative about someone's personal no, stuff? If no, that's no, nothing, like, nothing. Yeah. I, I, I think about, uh, when I think about young wrestlers trying to do stuff and, and look, here's Kurt angle angle. And, uh, think of the stuff that he's done and think about how, you know, how he is right now. I mean, he's all banged up, obviously. I saw Jeff Hardy afterwards and I said, do you okay? Said, yeah, we'll be okay. <laughs> I said, I thought to myself, yeah, you'll be okay in a couple of weeks, but not in a couple of years, my friend. Oh, yeah, well, I, I hope not. I hope he's I, good. Yeah. I appreciate you. And I, I, I've told you, I do this all the time. Uh, I always thank guys. I shouldn't, I should thank more of them, but I always thank guys who go to these crazy, you know, uh, heights or extremes, so to speak, to, to give us a good wrestling show. I always, I always, uh, thank them because it, it's incredible. I, I think about, uh, one time I was, we were at a football game, the Georgia Bulldogs playing at South Carolina at Williams Bryce stadium. And a storm came and a very violent storm and they shut down the, uh, now if there's lightning strike within five miles of a football game, college football game, SEC, they'll pull everybody off the field for 20 minutes, lightning strike, boom, thunder, rain, really bad. And they pulled the players off, but the students stayed there on aluminum seats. And I'm thinking these kids think they are bulletproof. Uh, here comes our buddy, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. He's coming out to uh, address Kurt angle and they're, they've been in a, a big feud. Of course, Karen's caught in the middle and mm. let's take a listen. All right. Kurt, are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> me and you one last time. Why don't you go ask Mick Foley what you did to deserve one final match with me? You can come out here and cry foul all you want. But the fact of the matter is, every time I faced you in this ring, I defeated you. And you can try to put all the heat you want on Karen, but you and I both know that's total bull****. It was you and only you that allowed yourself to be distracted. It was your ADD. It was your total mental incompetence. No, Kurt. As for me, I kept my eye on the ball. I stayed focused. I never allowed any distractions. No. Uh-uh, because I was better than you, Kurt. Kurt, I am better than you. Yeah, yeah. For so, do you know the, uh, the circumstance of their real life? I know he's married to Kurt's former wife. Isn't that crazy? It's almost like a modern, a more modern day Magnum TA Tully Blanchard thing. I mean, yeah. I know it's not the same, but I'm just saying, right. 
these guys have a, an on-screen rivalry and then real life has its own twists and turns. And by the mm-hmm. way, everybody's on great terms now and everybody's happy. And you know, yeah. I know that it's easy. A lot of wrestling fans want to think there's more to it than what's really there, but yeah, you know, it's just people are people, man. Anyway, point being, it's fascinating that it feels like, wait a minute. Haven't we seen or heard this before? And it's like, oh yeah. Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard. Right. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that is. It really is. So I guess the question is, when do you think, you know, it's going to happen to you? Like who's going to steal Lois away from you? And what's all that going to look like? Keeping our fingers crossed on that one. You think, you think Jr. is going to make an honest woman out of her or what's the plan? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great story? Can you imagine? That's what we should do. We need to convince both of them mm-hmm. to do an episode of wife swap. <laughs> Remember the old ABC TV show? Yeah. Once upon a time, Roddy Piper uh, did it with, uh, Ric Flair's family and vice versa. Yeah. I think that would just be tremendous. I want to call it more wife give. Okay. Just now, the real question is, are you going to be hanging out with one of JR's many, 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 many girlfriends or no, no, I'm just going to send Lois there and hang out with bug and play uh halo. I bet if, if he had to spend one week with Lois, mm-hmm. he'd be a lot nicer to you at TV one day, just uh, one, one day yeah. is all it would take. All it would take. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, I, I have reached out to uh, Jeff Jarrett this week. Really? On purpose? Yeah. On purpose. What's that just about? To, just to let him know how. Look at this. She's coming up in a wheelchair. Wow. <laughs> the, the stage lift to the top of the stage in a wheelchair. Yeah. That's hilarious, dude. I don't know why. Cracks me out. Let's track it. Kurt, guess what? Daddy's not going to be alone at Slammiversary either. <laughs> What's the matter, Kurt? You're not happy to see me? You're not happy to see me? Kurt, you know what? You know what? Your plan may have knocked me down, but Kurt Angle, you will never, ever take me out. <laughs> How great of a heel is Karen Jarrett? <laughs> yeah, she's good. By the way, I want to mention, uh, their son, Cody shout out to Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, got three, uh, ribbons in the special Olympics this past weekend, oh. two, two third place, one first place. That's great. That's all Isn't that, that family does. Keep winning, baby. Congratulations. Code man. Very cool. I reached out to Jarrett because I wanted Jarrett to know how great it is to work with Sanjay. Oh, he's tremendous. Is he not? Yeah. And I, I know he, I know he's a Jeff Jarrett protege. Yeah. And I gave Sanjay a grief about a little bit this week. I said, you are a Jeff Jarrett protege. Really? So, oh yeah, absolutely. Talk me through it. And so I just thought Jeff should know that being able to work with a guy like Sanjay is wonderful. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I'm glad to hear he's having fun. Yeah. There are good people in the wrestling business. There are. Uh, yes. And he's one of them. By the way, speaking of good people, uh, f- oh, here comes the young oh, guy. You dropped me on my head. I did. I did. Okay. But you've said things to me and you've done things to me and I've said things and I've done things yeah, to you. Definitely. But for the better good of the X Division, yeah. let's put those things aside. Okay. Uh huh. Because the X Division is our number one priority. 
Got the best wrestlers in the world. We're not even given a chance. That's true. Okay? So we'll go back, if we have to, and figure this thing out. So tonight when we wrestle Eric Bischoff and Matt Hardy, let's show those guys that blood is thicker than water. Ah, Hulkster. What's mm. going on, brother? How'd it go? Tell me how it went. Ah. <laughs> I knew it. I'll tell you what. Put Hulk Hogan in a room with two network executives and Mick Foley. I know who's coming out of that one. <laughs> Great work. Me? Oh, man, I'm having a ball. No, everything's under control. Guess what? Tonight, I'm going to knock me out some vanilla I'm breaking out the gi, got the old black belt out. Gonna show him what I'm made of. Dad, don't worry, I'm teaming up with Matt Hardy. It's all under control. All right, man, I'll have fun here. Great work there. I'll call you when the show's over. All right, bye. What a night. <laughs> what do you think about these? We're showing backstage, but we're not supposed to be seeing what we're seeing angles. Let's, let's, listen, let's listen to Jarrett. Great. Done deal. Great. Yeah, Tonight? done deal. Lots of done deals going on around here. I was talking to Eric Bischoff. Well, would, would, would you just yeah. relax? Velvet Sky Relax. is never going to stick her nose in our business again. You know why? Okay, tell me. Because tonight, me Velvet has to take on, in a handicap match, Angelina Love and Winter. Tonight. And you know what? That network watchdog, Mick, he won't be here to do a damn thing about it. And he wouldn't even if he was here. Yeah. So what do you think of that? The, the, the way they're shooting the backstage. So it doesn't look like, you know, sometimes they used to be a little obvious, right? Like. Right. We come back to the uh, ring and the young bucks are already in the ring and th this is 11 years ago. So Nick Jackson here is probably like fresh out of high school, dude. <laughs> You're probably right. I mean, seriously, uh, I don't like that, uh, invisible camera. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was an interesting concept, but I'm with you. I'd prefer that not be the deal. Yeah. Yeah, so, so so Nick right now is uh, thirty two. So back then he would have been twenty one. Wow, how about that? Twenty one years old, wrestling on TV mm -hmm. against kids Eric who, Bischoff and Matt Hardy. Kids who started in their backyard. And look who the referee is. Do you recognize the referee? Well, I have to see him again here quickly. Sideburns uh, are a giveaway. I'm sorry. I don't know who that That's is. That's Eric's son, Garrett. Is it really? Yes. You used to remember him running around nitro. I'm sure. Yeah. The Steiner's throwing him around. Happens. Mm-hmm. They used to throw uh, Bray Wyatt around too, when he was a little kid. Isn't that crazy to think about? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I think they tried to throw around everybody. Well, they succeeded most of the time. Yes, they did. When I saw them in Greenville, South Carolina recently at a comic con, Rick Snyder came up to me and tried to grab my arm <laughs> like he was, and then try to, then one of those stock, uh, Spock death things on my trapezius. And I went, do you ever stop? <laughs> you ever? I hadn't seen him in like years and he wanted to snatch me. God almighty. <clears throat> I kind of like the ticket here promoting the towns. The ticket graphic. That's a cool look, isn't it? That is. Yeah, that is different. I like that. By the way, I got, uh, while we were recording, I got a call from pop pop mm. I had to voicemail him, let him know that you and I are recording. Oh. 
So I voicemailed him and I said, sorry, taping Tony call you after. And he replied with the sunglass emoji. Uh-huh. Fuck Tony. <laughs> I knew that would make you laugh. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm surprised they can still text from the nursing home. Hey, look at this. Whoa. These guys. I love these guys. God, I love them. So this is the, uh, this is the whole crux of you and I doing this one to watch Bischoff beat the young bucks. I just think it's interesting that, I mean, look at, look at what we're doing. This is Eric Bischoff's son. who's no longer in the business Mm -hmm. enjoying life outside of the business. And recently Mm -hmm. got that newborn and loving life as a new dad. That's tremendous. Matt Hardy, who has reinvented himself and been deleted and broken and everything else uh-huh. is now a part of AEW, which right. nobody even imagined was ever going to be a thing at this point. Yeah. And the young bucks who at this point are really just a small part of the show, trying to find their voice and never mm-hmm. really successfully finding it. And it's not their fault. It was just the positioning. They bet on themselves. They double down on wrestling. They go really set the woods on fire with a YouTube show that, that just is a money printer to sell merchandise and have now probably more five-star matches than, than any tag team in history Win tag team of the year over and over and over, and then start AEW. And that's direct competition for WWE, or at least the alternative. And boy, Eric Bischoff was once the guy who did that. And he's on the outside looking in on this match, like thinking about where these guys were before, during, and after this and where they are now. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. It's a, it's quite a moment if for all the reasons you just said, look at the things they're doing here as kids. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And you could see even back then, like, man, these guys are pushing the pace almost like a new rockers or a new rock and roll express or a new Hardy boys. Right. But there was a contingent of folks who said, well, the X division is this, or it's that and nobody cares or blah, blah, blah. But tell all those people who bought young buck and bullet club t-shirts, tell all those AEW, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally different animal. I know. Uh, also, you know how, when you're, when they ask you to be on BTE, yeah, you know how much of a thrill that is for an old fuck like me? Just, I don't know. Just, it really is. I just think it's must. It just, when you're on it, you're, you're hip. You're cool. It made it that way. Yeah, I agree. It, it does have a cool vibe, mm-hmm. you know, and that was really the whole reason that I think all in was sort of cool is because it was you know, for us, by us sort of deal. Right. Right. Good stuff, man. And I'm sure, especially in this era, this had to be such a thrill to be in there with Matt Hardy, because it's clear to see the influence that the Hardy boys had on the young bucks. Yeah. And that's why, uh, if it ever happens on AEW, and I think it will, I think they're building to that. Uh, I, I think it'll be cool again. You got to see it one day, uh, that they had a Hardy boys, young buck ladder match, oh. uh, WrestleMania weekend when WrestleMania was in Orlando, which I guess would probably be 2017. 
Yeah, that's I, that was my. I, I think that's when I did a a WrestleCon. Yeah, you were down yeah, there. That's right. Sitting beside me, of, me uh, and you and Lenny Bakken all hung out. Yeah, so I was uh, there beside a one man gang. And all these years later, you're po- still podcasting with one man gang. <laughs> well, one arm, one man gang. Yeah, well, uh, that's that's a shirt. We got to think about that. <laughs> the one arm gang. <laughs> the one arm gang. For those of us that were well, that, that were bold enough to fuck with the geese. Yeah. Well, you know what? If we put one arm gang on there, then people will get pissed off that we're ripping on people with one arm. <sighs> God, these people need to be flushed down a fucking toilet head first. Can I give you a, uh, you want me to spoil the magic? Yes. I'm fine, Tony. Uh, okay. That was just entertainment purposes. It was entertainment purposes. That fucking geese got two to the dome. He's fine. <laughs> no. no. And that's, that's one for entertainment purposes too. Yeah. I didn't kill any geese. I'm not Tony no. Shivani hitting no. animals with baseball bats. No, 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 no. Stop that. Uh, stop that now. Here's the deal. That okay. geese sleeps with you're, the fishes. You're, 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 you're talking big time. Oh, he just beat him. Did he just pin a young buck? Oh, your winners of the match, Matt Hardy and Eric Bischoff. Bischoff's got that great grip, that kung fu grip. <laughs> Almost symbolic with Eric Bischoff gaining the victory. Oh, Almost man. like Bischoff, he just put the bullet in the X division. What does the future hold? What do you think? Well, I guess everything for storyline, I don't know. Well, so now whenever anybody says Eric Bischoff, who'd he ever beat? I hope he reminds them Terry Funk, Ric Flair, and the Young Bucks. <laughs> That's pretty good. You know, I mean, Tony, have you beat Ric Flair? Uh, no, but I don't want to get anywhere near him. Have you beat? Well, you don't want to get anywhere near him. No. What does that mean? No, I'm kidding. I was just. Oh. What about Terry Funk? You ever beat Terry Funk? No, I never beat Terry. What? what, what? Have you beat? What's what? happening right now? Invisible camera. You got real. You got real quiet, Tony. I'm just surprised they would put that on TV. It's just a little sugar. Well, yeah, but again, I just. You're anti-sugar. You don't like sugar. No, no. I'm yeah. anti-trolls on Twitter. Um. Buddy, how many times a week are you going to tell us how much you hate Twitter? Because we fucking get it, you know? Yeah. I don't hate Twitter. Twitter's you just hate a, the people a, on Twitter. I hate the trolls on there. I mean, because they're worthless. And if we knew where they lived, they wouldn't be that way. Here we go. Who we got here? Uh, this is uh, Angelina Love and Winter. They're going to be taking on Velvet Sky. They just made the okay. match a few minutes ago, but I know you're thinking about that kiss. Which one is the the blonde here? Is that Winter? That's Angelina Love. Angelina Love. Okay. Okay. Love and Winter. As opposed to Hate and Summer. <laughs> she's walking out like she's possessed or something. Like she's Lois coming to figure out why you keep talking all this shit. Or like that goose <laughs> coming to me on the dock. Yeah, that's it. That's just like this. Coming that goose coming right at you. I mean, I know I'm supposed to be scared of the goose, Tony, but I'm still just not, mm. you know, but last week when, when Eric said, you know, that goose, as silly as it sounds, you know, 
he could flap his wings powerful enough to break a grown man's arm. Mm-hmm. I was like, Amazon, let's get that sling. I got an idea for next week's show. <laughs> We're, uh, we got about 20 minutes left in the, the tape here and people are going to say, Hey man, he really, he really got hurt with, by a goose. Yeah, no, he didn't get hurt by a goose. And the reason you didn't get hurt by a goose. I didn't fuck with the goose. That's right. You see that sign said goon squad. There should be a sign called goose squad. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be scared, but I, but I will respect it. You know what I mean? Like, you, no, you should be scared. Why though? Cause he'll find out where you live. He knows where I live. He lives where I live. No, no. He can fly. Okay. Yeah. I they can, haven't, I they can, haven't made it. I can drive. That's right. And that's where the advantage is because goose, not used to GPS yet, but once a goose gets GPS, you're fucked. <laughs> goose the, GPS. I was wondering the goose GPS <laughs> goggles, little GPS in the Goose GPS. Do you think, yeah. do you think geese have podcasts, a goose cast? It might. Well, it'd be a geese cast or a goose cast. Yeah, it would be a goose cast. If it was one, you and I would be geese, but if you did one by yourself, it'd be goose. I'm just asking. Oh, I got you. So it's not based on how many people are listening. No, it's based, it's based on how many on people are producing it. Yeah. it. I got you. Yeah. Well, now, ne- it, neither, you nor I though are geese. No. So just wondering if we did a podcast about geese, it would be about geese unless it'd be about one goose that threatened to kick your ass. So it's a geese cast. Yeah. I mean, I'm for it. I think we should mm-hmm. do a geese cast, right? Little geese cast, little geese cast. <laughs> we just take shit and run with it. Don't we we'll just drive it right in the fucking ground. <laughs> That's what we do. You know, what's funny though, is this is enough of our real life now that Mm. actually sent you an email over the weekend, Mm. uh, where I found multiple articles that people were sending my way Mm -hmm. about geese. Yeah. And you replied hilariously. They even Mm -hmm. have pictures Mm -hmm. uh, because they sent over two separate uh, pieces of business, which I thought were really informative. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was on the, the website, wiki, how, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's from this year, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, just a few days ago, as a matter of fact, how to stop a goose attack. Yeah. Geese are territorial birds that are known to chase or attack humans who disturb their territory. Mm-hmm. While geese may chase people, an actual physical attack is fairly rare. Mm-hmm. You can stop a goose's aggression by respectfully leaving its territory. Back away slowly while remaining <laughs> calm. Do not do anything that may escalate the situation like yelling. In the event you're injured, seek medical attention to assess your injuries. <laughs> Step one, get away from the goose. Watch for warning signs of an imminent attack. You may be able to get away from a goose before it becomes too aggressive. If you see the warning signs of the attack. Pay attention to any potential signs of aggression when you're near a goose. Like at first, a goose will bend its head back slightly. Mm. This indicates aggression. <laughs> if the goose then bends its neck straight out, this shows the aggression <laughs> is increasing. 
<laughs> if a goose is about to attack, it will pump its head up and down. Are we sure this is about geese and not Ric Flair? Geese may hiss or honk if they become aggressive. Number two, leave before a goose begins to chase you. If you notice warning signs of an attack, mm-hmm. leave before the goose begins to chase you. If the mm-hmm. goose sees you're backing away, it may decide you're not a threat. Right. Back away slowly until you're a good distance from the goose and it stopped making these aggressive gestures. Mm. Back away slowly if the goose becomes aggressive. In the event the goose starts chasing you, back away slowly. Stay focused on the goose and use your <laughs> peripheral vision to guide your movements. Make sure to avoid anything you may trip over, as this may give the goose a reason to attack. Number four, remain calm. If you appear frightened or upset, a goose could take that as a sign of aggression. It's good to maintain a calm, natural demeanor when backing away from a goose. If you're struggling to remain calm, take a few deep breaths as you back away. Keep in mind while geese can be territorial, a physical attack is actually very rare. Number five, seek medical attention if you're (laughs) injured. But my favorite is this is part two, avoid escalating the situation. Do not become hostile. If you're being chased by a goose, your inclination may be to be to scare it off. However, getting hostile will only be seen as aggression and this will cause the goose to attack. Do not yell at the goose. It's better to not say anything as to avoid provoking it. You should also not make any physical gestures towards the goose. Do not kick, swing your arms or throw anything at the goose or flipping the bird, by the way, number two, avoid turning away. It's very important. You face the goose until it stops pursuing you. Keep eye contact on the goose at all times. Do not close your eyes or turn your back from the animal. Watch the goose carefully. And then lastly, do not run as you should keep your eye on a goose. Running is not recommended. If a goose sees you running, this may encourage it to chase you more. Also running may make it appear that you're excited or agitated, which a goose could perceive as aggression. Even if a goose is gaining ground. Remain calm and take slow, careful steps to get away. Here's what I've realized. He's gaining ground. This is basically, I know it's about geese, but this Uh is, this is like lowest pro tips. (laughs) Part three, preventing an attack. Do not feed the geese. Feeding geese can actually trigger an attack. Geese may lose their fear of humans if fed too frequently, and they may become aggressive over food, going after people for not handing over all of their food. Number two, put up barriers. If possible, if there are bothersome geese in your yard, consider putting up barriers. Small fences can protect you and your family from potentially aggressive geese. Yeah. You see, don't chase them away. They're there. You're here. It's theirs now. It's theirs now. You you ever gone out? You ever, they say kids love to feed the ducks, right? Get some bread. Yeah. Let's go feed the ducks. Let's go feed the ducks. Yeah. You throw. You throw uh, bread out into a pond or a lake, right? There are ducks around. They'll eat that bread. A goose comes around. That bread is theirs. The like ducks it. are gone. They know. I like it. Yeah, they know. I want to mention, too, uh, the other uh, article that we got was how to fight a, how to fight a goose and win. Just kidding. <laughs> you won't win. <laughs> That's right. That's the one that got all over you. Just kidding. <laughs> you won't win. Yeah. Uh, isn't that great? The also, also one that got in, I send this to you was the, uh, the, the GIF where the goose just turned his head. Like you looking at me. Yes. <laughs> got like all over you. Camera. 
<laughs> All right, here's another behind the scenes camera. camera type Too many of these for sure. Yeah. Too right. many. Right. And Tony, uh, I think we're getting ready to do another segment. Maybe if you want to hover over that pause button, tell us your time code here. One hour, 12 minutes and four seconds hit pause. That's one hour, 12 minutes, four seconds. They're still on the backstage scene. Hit pause on your playback. Hey, I want to mention everybody that my full-time gig is saving people money at savewithconrad.com. And specifically, I want to talk to you if you're a homeowner right now and you've got all this newfound equity. Now I'm not suggesting you sell your house. What I am doing is saying, Hey, why don't we make life a whole heck of a lot easier? I routinely help our podcast listeners upgrade their house to their dream home with no money out of pocket. Let me explain. When you first bought your house, maybe you had a housewarming party and you were showing people around for the first time. I'm positive. At some point you said something like this. Well, you know, someday we want to, and one day we would like to, whatever those were, maybe it's a new kitchen. Maybe it's a new bathroom. Maybe it's a man cave. Maybe it's a pool or a privacy fence. You have the equity in your house to do that right now. You can do it with no money out of pocket and usually cheaper monthly payments. Here's how we're going to do that. We're going to take a look at everything you're paying right now. See if we can get you from multiple payments down to just one payment. Not only will you get a better interest rate at the same time, you'll get a greater tax deduction, but most importantly, you're going to get a lower monthly payment. We're going to get rid of all your other debt. Just like that. You're going to have one monthly payment and we'll get you the cash you need to turn your house into your dream home with no money out of pocket. And I'm especially talking to you. If you've got credit card debt, if you've got a second mortgage, if you're in a 30 year loan, it's not a matter of if I can save you money. It's a matter of how much. And by the way, when you put that money back into your house, won't it make your house worth more? Of course it will find out how easy this is. We're routinely helping our listeners here save up to a thousand dollars a month and upgrade their house at the same time. Why wouldn't you do that? Let us run the numbers and find a way to save you some cash at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number six, five, zero, eight, four equal housing lender. And did I mention no house payments for two months? Save with Conrad.com. Tony, I'm at uh one twelve oh four. Here we go in three, two, one play. And uh yeah, looks like Mr. Eric Young has left a little worse for wear in the background. And they've teased that we've got this big confrontation coming up with Ric Flair. So let's uh let's track it and see what's coming right. here. So Bobby Roode is uh, one half of beer money. Have you spent any time looking at any of Bobby Roode stuff over the years? No, not at all. First time I remember Bobby Roode is watching some of his stuff with the, uh, with the robe on WWE. Hmm. So no. 
It is the same guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that Flair bleeding in the middle? Well, if Flair's in a ring, you just assume <laughs> he's bleeding. Yeah. Interesting looking uh, cage there, too. At yourself, you can't sleep at night. You can't live with yourself because you're so pissed off about something you did. Well, that would be me. I have not, I repeat, been able to sleep or live with myself since I tapped out to you in Cincinnati, buddy. And I want to know what the hell makes you think that you can jump on the nature boy, Ric Flair, like that. And live and live in this business for any length of time going forward. Rick, listen, with all due respect, look, when you came to this company, I was one of the guys you came to first. You took me under your wing, you, you mentored me, okay? You taught me a lot. Lockdown, is that what you're talking about? Lockdown in your shoulder? Lockdown was a war, you know it. It wasn't a wrestling match, it was a war. And one of the things that you taught me was taking opportunity. I had an opportunity that night and I took it. You taught me that. And what happened at lockdown, you know as well as I do, if the shoe was on the other foot, Ric Flair, you would have did to me what I did to you. Now look it, that was then, we need to move on, Rick. It's done. That's where you're wrong. If the shoe had been on the other foot, I'd have put you out of wrestling for the rest of your career. That's the difference between you and me. And mentoring you and helping you become a man are two different things. Taking you and James out, showing you the town, getting you drunk, getting you laid. That's what I was doing. I was teaching you how to be a wrestler, how to be a real wrestler. Impact, wrestle, wrestle hard, play hard. Wrestle hard, play harder. Wrestle longer, play harder. Impact. That's your selling now, buddy. Rick, I'm not doing this. What happened at lockdown was business. It was business. It's nothing personal. There's no one in this business that respects you more than I do, okay? But don't you ever underestimate the fact that I am not a man, okay? I've been a man for a long time, and I will continue to be a man long after you're gone, okay, Rick? So let's just forget about what happened at lockdown. What happened at lockdown was business. We need to move forward, okay? This is my time now. You've had your time. I respect you. I've had my time. They've been telling me that for 25 years, you asshole. (laughs) And I'm not Ken Anderson calling you that. I'm Ric Flair. You got it? Two different ideas, two different places in the world. Okay, I'm not saying you did anything wrong. I'm glad you did it. Here's what I want to see. You know, I got a saying, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Well, you beat the man, right? My other saying is, being the man and staying the man are two different things. Break it again right now. Break it again right now. Rick, I'm not doing this. Break it again right now. Rick, it's over. I'm not doing this. It ain't over. Nothing's over till I say it's over. You don't walk away from God. You're gonna learn. You're gonna learn, asshole. That was a fun little segment, but Bobby yeah. Roode's line of 
uh, Rick, I'm a man. I've been a man for a long time and I'm going to continue to be a man. <laughs> Not the man, a man, uh, a man just tickled me. Yeah, I know. Uh, yes, Bobby it's age. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. Uh, you know, as we've said many times here on the show before your mm-hmm. wife's downstairs playing on Facebook, mine's making breakfast. <laughs> I'm gonna walk in there in a minute get my breakfast. And I'm going to say I'm a man and I'm going to stay a man. I've been a man for a long time. You know what I would love? What's that? You you walk in the kitchen and the goose is sitting at the table. <laughs> <laughs> let me just go ahead and tell you, let me give you a spoiler. Thanksgiving this year is going to be a little different. <laughs> Fuck the Turkey. We're having goose. I promise you for Thanksgiving, I will be tweeting out and posting on Instagram pictures of that yeah. goose. Somewhere at a lake in Alabama, a goose is talking to his flock, which has many females in it, by the way, his goose harem. And he's saying, not going to have breadcrumbs for Thanksgiving. We're having Conrad. We're going to eat the fat boy. It's enough for the whole harem. (laughs) We're going to roast fatty, put an apple in his mouth. Good to go. My money's on the goose. Oh man. God, I love life. We have so much fun here and I appreciate all the great comments. I really do. And everybody following us, uh, by the way, my Twitter is, uh, Tony Shivani 24, just like, um, you mean your Twitch? Oh, that's my Twitter too. But my Twitch is the same as my Twitter. Well, I'm just saying you you shouted out your Twitter and you meant to shout out your Twitch, Twitch. All your TWs are confused. Yes. Twitch and Twitter and all your TWs and Instagram. Look at there. Look who it is. So we see crow sting and we see Uh, his face and then we see uh, that colorful surfer sting jacket, you know, sting versus versus sting. Is that what we got here? Did you have a pre uh, a preference? Like, do you prefer, you know, crow sting or OG surfer sting? It, it, that's tough because I, I love both of them because I remember in 87 meeting sting for the first time doing the interview with him. And I remember the great run that he had as surfer sting, mm-hmm. but where we were most popular was when he was crow sting. Um, I'm going to go with surfer sting only because it's really, really old school. Really. I'm listen, crow stings old school now too. I get it as time moves on, but the surfer sting to me is really old school. That's how I remember it. So there. I, uh, I grew up on surfer sting. So I love that Mm -hmm. one too. Don't get me wrong. This one is probably much cooler for the current era, blah, blah, blah. Well, this is the iconic one, isn't it? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, for sure. Let's listen to it. Okay. One great wrestler. I'm talking about the man that took me to the limit last Sunday, Rob Van Dam. Let's hear it for Rob Van Dam. 
was for you, RVD. I'm going to be the first to admit it. I got by by the skin of my teeth last Sunday, but I got by. And in the midst of it all, I haven't lost my focus, my focus being on Hogan and Bischoff and taking the power away from you and putting it right back where it belongs. And being the world heavyweight champion or anyone who's ever had the privilege of being the world heavyweight champion, you make yourself a target by being the champion. And I know that I'm no different because it wasn't more than 60 seconds after I got my arm raised for the title that Ken Anderson was in my face. Interruption, interruption. It's kind of the staple of wrestling, is it not? Mm-hmm, it is. So he's saying Ken Anderson's coming out, and I guess this means he's coming out dressed up like Surfer Sting, if I had to guess. Let's I would think it. so too. And I would guess he shows up behind him too, since the lights are on. Uh-huh. There you go. Oh. <laughs> How clever. How clever. Look at that. Yeah. yeah, throughout tonight's Impact Wrestling, we thought we were following the signature image of Sting. Became obvious it wasn't Sting, and now revealed as Mr. Anderson charading as the icon. Well, what is Anderson up to now? It is kind of a comic book finish, the look of, of Surfer Sting standing over Crow Sting. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine if... JCP Tony Schiavone was standing over AEW Tony Schiavone. Mm-hmm. We gotta go. We're desperately out of time. <laughs> By the way, uh, we're all going to be desperately out of time, and that's why Tony and I recommend GoliathLife.com. Listen up, slap dick. You've got car insurance to protect your damn car. You've got medical insurance to protect your finances from big bills. What do you got in place to protect your family when they lose your income because you're going to die like all of us? If you don't have a plan, you need life insurance, pal. And we recommend goliathlife.com. And why do we recommend it? Well, because in one stop, you can get 20 quotes from 20 different carriers. They put you in control. You pick your price. You pick your payments. You pick your terms. You're totally in control. Goliathlife.com makes buying life insurance fast and easy. Check it out right now. Get a quick quote. It's absolutely free to get a quote. You may not even need a medical exam, but if you do, they'll come to you. I know this because they came to my office and did it there. Made it so simple. Uh, but guys, what are you going to do? What's your family going to do? Uh, when your income goes away, uh, goliathlife.com gives you that peace of mind to take care of your family. And Tony, we're going to be taking care of some family business next week because we're getting back into all things, Jim Crockett promotions next week. We're going to revisit and drop in when we start to really build for Tully and dusty roads in 1987. Mm. This is going to be a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun when you mention Dusty's name and Tully's name and old school Jim Crockett promotions, always a lot of fun. Uh, and that's what this is about, you know, having fun because watching wrestling, being a wrestling fan is, is fun. Yes, it, really it is. is. And, and Tony, unfortunately, it looks like our fun's coming to an end today. Cause it's mm-hmm. about that time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just about that time as we go out to the pond or the lake, if you will, at Conrad's house and at the boathouse. We open the boathouse door, and my gosh, the goose is having poker night at Conrad's boathouse. So we turn around. No, actually, we look at the goose. We back up slowly 
No quick movements. Eye contact with a goose. Wait, I've bumped into something behind me. It's it's Dave Silva's belly. Oh, God. The goose is up on his haunches. He's attacking Dave Silva. Silva's down. Silva's down. Silva's. We're out of time. See you next week on What Happened When. We come to you Mondays. <clears throat> Sorry. We come to you Wednesdays on Cumulus. <sighs> Got duck on the brain. Goose on the brain. Duck goose. But on Mondays, we come to you on Patron. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And of course, ad free shows. Dot com. Real nifty five, y'all. On hood. Or should I say, real spotty. <laughs>